Beautiful. Right then, team, welcome back. Welcome back to the Scratch Record podcast. We are joined with Dancing on Tables. How are we, mate? You all right? Hello, I'm all good. Thanks, mate. All good. How are you guys? Yeah, man. Not yeah, bad. Not yeah. Bad. Chilling, recovering. Chilling. Yeah, feel like we're on every weekend. Yeah, yeah you, you and me both. <laughs> uh, yeah. How, how's this weekend been then for you after the album release? It was good. It was good. We uh, we kind of started on Thursday. You know, the build up to midnight for the album actually coming out, um, and then yeah, it's just been pretty full on. So weird because we've been like talking about it and like planning it for two years, and then. I don't know, it's like a, a, like two Christmases put into one because all of a sudden it's it's over and then that's you. Now it's Monday and you're like, shit, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah, it was like the next crack. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's such a weird one when you've been working on a product like that. We felt that a couple of weeks ago with our with the festival because we did we did part yeah, of the yeah. indie music festival and like you build up to such it's almost like our version of an album i guess yeah. isn't it? like you put in so much work and so many hours into this body of something that you get you're putting out into the world and then once it's done it's like ah it's out there now like onto onto the next thing i guess back to back to what we're back to the other things that we do and like recording and stuff like that man i think it's weird for us because some of the songs like are so old now like some of them were written like over three years ago that have just come out and are just brand new songs for everybody in the world apart from the five of us so like <laughs> now we're like we're just buzzing because now you know all these songs that we've been dying to play every gig that we do we now actually can play because people actually know them rather than just a little kind of self-indulgent track in the middle of a set that everyone's like oh they're doing new stuff again new right? stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's always one of the like weirdest bits of gigs because everyone wants to get behind like it's a new song so it's kind of exciting but then you're like i don't know it <laughs> i don't know i can't quite throw myself into it as much as you normally would it's quite a, a bit of a weird one isn't it i i absolutely love seeing people when we're playing new stuff like actually properly going for it and trying to sing along and just watching them mouth like the words that they think are going to come next. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so good. And then, or like by the third chorus, they start to get more and more confident because you're like, okay, yeah, no, I've, I've got the gist. <laughs> I've got the general gist of where this is going. Yeah. 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 I sometimes, I'll sometimes be quite good at guessing what's coming next. And someone's like, oh, have you heard this one then? And I was like, no, no, no. I don't with like the radio all the time. It's like a it's like a track that's come out and I'm like sing, kind of singing along to it. So I've like heard it. I've heard it like maybe once in the past somewhere. And um I'll be sat with someone and be like, see, so are you a fan of these then? And I'm like, no, no, no. Just somehow somehow <laughs> know the li- I don't know what's gonna happen next. I don't really know but it's just consume so much. When we were out in uh, in America last time, the five of us and we'd be like driving along listening to like country radio. And it'd be like, right, when's when's the cold beer gonna be mentioned? Or when's the we're like, oh, there it is, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do like a lyric bingo and just tick it yeah. off at every cliche that comes up. You could just tick it off at that. Literally. Right. So we so we've been starting these shows with a quick fire round, a little bit of a short form questions that kind of uh, some are some are music based, some are not, just to kind of get to know you a little bit more. Cool. Um, so what's your favorite city to play in? Oh, um, Aberdeen, actually, weirdly. I, I lived there for a, a couple of years, but just every time we go, 
the crowds are just, I don't know what it is. Scot- Scottish crowds are normally pretty good anyway, but mm. just put, put everybody 200 miles north and yeah, they just go mad for everything. Just have it all. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just the thing. I don't know if it's like that for any other bands, but for us, it's like it's our hometown, but we don't know anyone. <laughs> I like that. That's interesting. We get Glasgow a lot is like one of the most common ones that like everyone goes like... Newcastle and Glasgow, people are always like a fucking brilliant. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Aberdeen, that must be the first time I've had that, to be fair. So mm. yeah, yeah, representing, representing. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what's, what's the best cuisine? Oh, it depends on the mood. Over, overall, in Italian, but takeaway Indian. Oh, see, I like that. Yeah. I think I, I can lean to agree with that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Italian is the best, but like getting a good pasta or something take it just doesn't quite carry when it's delivered does it to be fair no and like i really like cooking pasta and stuff so when i go out if it's going to be like it needs to be really good to be better than like what i make myself so yeah but i i just you know you couldn't make yourself a good proper curry so i don't know yeah, yeah. It, it depends on the if you gave me a situation i could give you a more defined answer but i'll get i'll give you that okay i like it <laughs> i like it what's your biggest fear Oh, spiders. Definitely. Spiders. spiders are weird. Spiders are fucking... Nothing should have that many legs. Or eyes. <laughs> and, uh, they're just... like There is no actual need for them to have eight legs, is there? I don't understand. Nah, there can't be. You can't have, you can't have gone this far in, like... And that, that many legs have stayed. Yeah. Like, in, in evolution. I don't, I don't quite understand how that many legs are actually helping you with what you need. No. And it's the amount of people that are scared of them as well. Like, how have they not been killed out yet? Yeah. There's, yeah, I don't know. Although the worst thing about if you're scared of spiders, the worst thing I've learned is tell anybody you're scared of spiders. Yeah. Because then you get chased with spiders. <laughs> things along along that route. Especially yeah. if you're in any form of, like, creative industry, because there's always a chance that someone's got a tarantula yeah. knocking about or a big yeah. spider. That's always... And if you're travelling a lot as well, people catch wind of it, you're in the bin, aren't you? Yeah, especially if you're staying in, like, some shitty hotel somewhere, there's bound to be some creepy crawlies that, that come out at some point. Oh, 100%. What's your guilty pleasure artist? Guilty pleasure artist? Uh, I don't know if it counts, but it probably is. But I've, I've been listening to Megan The Stallion a lot recently. Okay, yeah, that, that, that does count. That does yeah, count. Yeah. <laughs> I, like that. I didn't want to say, like, yeah, that's my guilty... In fact, no, that that is true. But actually, I am going to see uh, Robbie Williams with my friend on Thursday. So that is proper guilty pleasure. That is, that that is proper guilty pleasure. Although Angels is one of those songs that that is, that is a... British great of a song. It is, Angels is unbelievable. Unbelievable karaoke song. You, you have to be confident getting on stage to actually sing that when it's your song, considering like you can look out the crowd and know everybody in that crowd's done it at karaoke. Or exactly, yeah. <laughs> you have all those people are analysing your own performance, yeah. even though it's your song. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Robbie Williams are both good answers to that question, actually. I quite it's like Megan Thee Stallion, man. They've got a duet in them at some point, surely. That would surely. be one of the weirdest crossovers ever, wouldn't it? I could see it happening, though. <laughs> yeah. Robbie Williams, he's got to come out with something. He's got to come out with something new. That's he's like, got to modernise himself. Yeah. Yeah, he's relevant. 
Yeah, he needs to have something to go get down with the kids. I mean, when Jose Mourinho was in Storms' latest music video, <laughs> I've I'm now like any collaboration can happen. Like, that is, <laughs> there's no I've seen that. Have you not seen it? No. He's got a, Storms got a lyric in his new song about Jose Mourinho, and then he released a music video, and he's just in it. I'm like, of course he's like in it. How are the how are those two people now like? How does that all collide? Yeah, yeah. How does that even begin to become a thing? But now that that collaboration has happened, I'm like, that's nothing else can surprise you. I don't think anything can surprise me nowadays anyway, just with the way the world goes mm. in like content and things on the internet nowadays that go crazy viral. Like and anything is feasible. Yeah. Yeah, true. It's it's become quite a thing that I've seen quite a few artists like use the actors and music videos and things to kind of try and get that crossover, but yeah, Stormzy using a football manager is certainly a new one. If we tried that, we'd end up with like the most dealist people ever. <laughs> <laughs> like the manager of Aberdeen and being like <laughs> literally. <laughs> Love it. Joy division or new order? Oh new order, to be honest. I'm if I'm honest, I'm not massively into either, but mm-hmm. from what I from the songs that I know, definitely new order. Yeah. Okay. Noel or Liam Gallagher. No, Liam's no. a knob. Liam's a knob. <laughs> Unless he wants us to support him somewhere in which Yeah, and then he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Love it. And what can't you live without? Um, Can't live without... Oh, this is just, well, music. Uh, there we go. The, the oh. stereotypical answer. But <laughs> I, I'd get... It's, well... I'd never mind living with it. I can't drive without music because, yeah, I just get so bored. I mean, yeah, music I've, overall. I really thought it was, you were going on another segue of something because you were just like, I can't drive. And then you paused and I was like, okay. <laughs> relevance? <Yeah. laughs> just, just dropping that in. Just like, yeah, I can't drive. Can't we, drive. We, we did, um, not, not that this is that, but we did a back when we were like in fact I think it wasn't even this band it was an older band that I was in and basically we're doing like a live radio thing this local station and they gave us like or like our friends gave us like a list of phrases that we had to try and fit in squeeze in it it was yeah. Of, yeah so that yeah I can't drive wasn't one of them <laughs> we did that a couple of times didn't we yeah we did we did do it in interviews because we had we had a couple of interviews that we thought might have been a little bit tough and they weren't in the end, so it's really hard to squeeze the words in. Yeah, but we yeah. had the most random phrases. We did a, like a word randomizer before it, didn't we? Yeah. And then we're like, we'll ha- we just have to get these words in at some point. And then have kept randomizing the words because you did a random word and it would be like <laughs> music. <laughs> You're like, what? No, yeah. okay, we, we, can, <laughs> we can do that. That's fine. <laughs> we need to keep going so we get something weird. But yeah, we did that. We should do that more. We should. That would be fucking jokes. Um, yeah, that's all my quick fives. Lovely. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Nice. Well, we'll get stuck in. We like to sort of get a little bit of background on the band, really, and kind of explain to anyone who might not have heard of you, like, your story a little bit. We were having a little look at it, like, um, look like you released music, like, back to, like, 2016, 2017 sort of time. So what, what's been the kind of timeline and story of the band so far? Yeah, basically, like, we all kind of went to school together, so we're all mates with each other anyway. And then we came out of school and then, yeah, we like technically we did start dancing tables back then, but 
we we kind of treat it as like a before we actually took it seriously and then yeah. post actually took it seriously. So yeah, we, we have literally known each other for like Hamish the guitarist. We grew up across the street from each other. So we've been doing stuff as the five of us forever. But um yeah, we just kind of after a few years post school, we're like, no, actually, like we could be quite good at this. Let's genuinely try and give this a go. So that was maybe I don't know, like four years ago now. Um so we started releasing some tracks and then we we got kind of picked up by a label out in nashville pretty early on this like independent one so we spent a bit of time out there and literally got taught how to write songs because before it was just me and callum just kind of doing whatever we liked and then you reach you know people who are actual music professionals and they go no that that's not how you do it (laughs) that makes sense so much (laughs) (laughs) and yeah we just kind of just kind of gone on from there and um just all basically all that entire journey culminated in in the album on friday it feels like so that's yeah. so that's so cool what was what was going out to nashville like because it's a very it's got a lot of heritage musically it's such a it's it's so rich in especially the country music side of things what sort what what was that like then for you lot going out there as to as a low as a, a group of lads that are starting embarking on this journey that must have been quite unique it was, yeah. It was quite, at the start, it was really intimidating because, you know, we're just kind of young guys and you're in this world and it is still kind of so predominantly country, but the kind of pop alternative side of things is definitely becoming like more and more of a thing out there. Um, and obviously that's the that's the people who, like one of the, I won't say the name, but somebody that we were writing with was like quite well known in the country kind of side of things and they're like yeah it's like I just do country like, I write country songs for music I do like rock songs because that's what I love doing so just when oh, okay. you get time that's kind of and that's I've, everybody's different but um but yeah going out there when the five of us the first time it was actually Hamish the guitarist 21st birthday and our flight got cancelled our connecting flight it's really like, shit what are we gonna do like we had this whole trip planned and then they're like we're like, wait, it's Hamish's 21st. We're currently stuck in New York. This is the best night ever. So, yeah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, yeah, that was the first trip. So got off to quite quite the, the hairy start. <laughs> hey, that's perfect. New York's such a gorgeous place as well. And to be dropped there randomly, unexpected, I bet was an absolute whirlwind. Yeah, I, I feel like the most pretentious person ever being like, yeah, I've, I've been to New York for a night. Just start saying you took him there for his 21st. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if enough time goes past, we like Chinese whispers, that'll become the story. Yeah. 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 Eventually, it's like we flew him out to New York for the <laughs> night, took him to the best clubs and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> it is a place I'd like to go, to be fair. I've been before and I've seen, I went in, but I went in summer and New York in summer is a strange place because everything's obviously so high and it's so hot. Mm. It's so muggy. Do you know what I mean? It's such a warm yeah. place in the summer. I find it. That's one of the places that I was like, I, I liked the idea of it. And then I got there and because it was so hot, it just kind of threw me off kilt completely. Mm. There's a massive rats apparently that I saw photos of that kind of put me off going a little bit but 
yeah i do also live in edinburgh and there is a lot of rats in here too so i just <laughs> just get a big american gangster rats instead yeah <laughs> better rats than spiders anyway isn't it so <laughs> <laughs> no, they're the size of cats, so I'm not too sure. Yeah, no, a little bit scarier. And they're more likely to give you some sort of horrific disease, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then when you did eventually get to get to Nashville, it was a it was a good experience, was it? Yeah, yeah, it's fab. It's as you said, the heritage of it and just yeah, being in amongst it as like musicians and, and writers, it's kind of it's really inspiring to to kind of have have that and you know see the exact studios where people have recorded and hear all the people's stories of that that's the one thing about Nashville is every Uber driver claims to have picked up somebody massively famous <laughs> and will tell you within like five minutes of you getting there. Like, I love like, it. We'd been there like second Uber we got into are you guys into music? We're like, yeah, yeah we are. He's like, oh Taylor Swift sat in that exact seat yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure Taylor Swift's on a world tour right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> I she's playing in Dubai tonight. Yeah. So she is. Some, some girl has got some free trips out of that for looking yeah. vaguely like yeah. some blonde generic woman. <laughs> <laughs> did you, as a very side note to that, did you see the video of Taylor Swift's latest uh, US tour and the route that she did? No, no. It was I can't remember. It came up on on Twitter, and it was like the her bus and the torch did around the US, and she no joke did like a gig on the West Coast, and then a gig on the East Coast, and then like another one on the West Coast, and then one on the East Coast, and then went to like Canada, then South US, then West Coast, and she was like doing this everywhere, and people were like, "Who the fuck has planned a US <laughs> tour? Because it looks like an absolute shambles." Who is booking that tour? Like, <laughs> who has done that? Because it looks horrific. She's literally traveling like. 15 hours in every show. I was like, what the fuck is going on? She is. I'd say that's, she's another level of fame, though. Did you see yeah. that thing about her when she uh, was transported to and from her, her tour bus in a box? No, Ed Sheeran did that as well. Yeah, they wouldn't, they, she wanted to, she was that famous, obviously they were crowding it, so they, they put her in one of like the cases for all the music equipment and they wheeled her out onto the bus and then she got out the case in the bus yeah it's fucking mental isn't it? I think it's outrageous to have to be to that for that level of fame that's a you're, you're, it's a different it's the world must you must see the world in such a different way to, to have that level of fame where you must have the most luxurious life in the world but then it gets to the point where you have to get wheeled in a box yeah. to get on the bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must bring back down to earth a little bit. <laughs> She's probably still got a separate rider for the box journey. She's like, she gets in the box <laughs> and has a little bottle of water and a packet of crisps or something. So it's still got it raging because he didn't have M and M's or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pops back out of the box and is like, "What the fuck? Like, no what was that?" Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, did you actually play any gigs and stuff while you were out there then or was it just more like a like writing session no we, we did a couple of shows but it was more for um more for kind of like industry people and like okay yeah to, to be honest like it was an amazing experience and to be able to say that we played out there but like playing industry gigs and every single person is as far away from the stage as they can and they're all standing with their arms folded and you just can't get any form of feedback or feel when you come off and you just get, yeah, that was that was really good. Well done. Yeah, you would have said that anyway, though. <laughs> <laughs> no real vibe for it, is there? That must that must have been like they are a weird concept, really, aren't they? Because to me, like the 
the only way of judging a band when you go see them live, like there is music quality, but so much of it is atmosphere and like the live experience. So, so like yeah. see see you play live and then have to kind of judge it from an industry perspective must just be like very difficult. It's just like a kind of like an audition for a TV show, but you have to act out the entire TV show by yourself without another actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you're judged. Like it's never going to be the same, but yeah, no. you just have to just have to give it your all. Mm. It's literally like having a comic, but no one's laughing. Yeah, no one's allowed. Do you know what I mean? Like no one's yeah, allowed to laugh. Exactly that. Yeah. You just can't like you can't get. And as uh, being a music professional in that world, you just got to be able to catch a proper vibe. Must just be fucking pointless. Yeah, you got. I always think because you can see them in normal gigs, you kind of get a vibe of who are the people who work in music at normal gigs because they sit there in a dark gloomy corner they always look a little bit shady and they're standing there they've got a hat down or something like that and then they come over to when we're putting on a gig we've had a couple of them come over and they're like oh so that that band that we're just on who are they and then you start explaining you're like ah so you weren't here because you bought a ticket to enjoy the gig were you you, you always know the the industry people who do actually like you because they're the only people in this level of music anyway who will buy you a beer yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, hang on, something's oh, a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the prices of pints in here. You're not doing this for fun. <laughs> just, just transfer me to six quid, actually, mate. I don't know. Well, I'd say the opposite of playing to industry people is probably playing in front of an arena. Which you did do, which you wanted to talk about. So playing with catfish in the bottle, man, what what an experience that must have been. Yeah, that was it still is the most insane experience of my life. Um it, we, it was all the more insane. So we I think we played on the Thursday and Friday night in Aberdeen in Glasgow. Um and on the Sunday night we were, we were playing with some friends of ours in this like really kind of dingy basement venue in Liverpool and the gig had to get pushed back because the ceiling was leaking <laughs> and there was just like like everybody who was at the show just had to dance around a bucket in the middle of the floor. <laughs> um, yeah so like we, we really enjoyed it and they were great guys but then we like got out and weirdly enough our like tour manager had been DM'd on Twitter by their tour manager asking if we'd like to play we're like, yes, but this is obviously some kind of wind up. Like, don't know what's going on here, but no, sure, sure enough, it turned up at the new arena in, in Aberdeen on Thursday. And like, oh, that's in tables. Here's your dressing room. We're like, holy shit, we get a dressing what? room. <laughs> that's fucking that mental. We had a car parking space for the van. That was that was the biggest that's part. <laughs> that's <laughs> we a no, that's fanning about in Ringo trying to find something. <laughs> Um, so yeah it was all that kind of the five day gap made it like all the more whirlwind Um, but it was great and the crowds you know we also then it's that worry as a support that the shows are going to be empty but felt really full and people seemed to really enjoy it and we had a couple of beers with them after and they they were really nice guys as well because they had been playing for like 12 years at this point so they kind of done you know, the rounds that we've done and you do all these small, you know, where the base, uh, where the roof's leaking before the show and stuff like that. So we're like kind of swapping stories back and forth of different, just kind of 
shit places that we've played. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I remember that. That's the one with the load in with three flights of stairs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's quite a surreal experience to yeah be chatting to a band of that size about stuff like that. That's fucking... I cannot believe that they did it from the tour managers just DMing each other on Twitter. That's fucking brilliant. It kind of worries me about their organisation of tours as well. They've got to five days before and gone, we should find a support band. <laughs> yeah. Slightly worry. I, I want to have been in that conversation when they went, still don't have a support. And, <laughs> but got to us for whatever reason and then asked the tour manager to sort it out. <laughs> That's fucking great. Did they say, like, was that the band that kind of knew of you guys then, or was that the tour manager that decided? Like, how did they actually pick you up? So we we found out that um, it was a, a promoter down in London, um, a guy called Steve Tilly. Like, he's, like, kind of big wig in music, but he's, like, the nicest person you'll ever meet. Mm. And, like, yeah, we just kind of, like, I'm pretty sure he's fed up with us because we see him and we're like, hey! And he probably takes like 10 minutes to work out who we are. But but it worked because he um, apparently sent over, they got a last-minute call for whatever reason they hadn't supported the supports. Sorted the supports, sorry. Um, So, yeah, he gave them a list of like five bands and they picked us, apparently. So... That's that's the story I'm telling everyone anyway. Whether that actually happened or whether they went, oh, just just randomize (laughs) Scottish bands or random band name generator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll the dice somewhere. Just just (laughs) so we want people to dance and just search dancing into Spotify. We're like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm sure not. That's did you feel like particularly nervous before it or was it more like excitement because that that's a fucking a hell of a arena even with no people in it an arena would be daunting to play so when there's thousands of people yeah it, it was really nerve-wracking but we kind of it was like waves we got there and it was like oh my god but then kind of we settled in warmed up a little bit you know a couple of beers had a laugh and felt fine walked on stage felt fine and then I heard the shout from Reese, the drummer. He was like, the laptop's not turning on. And like, we run all of our like samples and everything from this laptop, or we did, but we've changed it now. So we've got two because we then, I, and I'd already, I did this like kind of faced away from the crowd that held the mic up and crouched down a bit. And I'd done that already. I was like, I can't stand up again. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in position, ready to go. So some, basically when they were setting the stage up, somebody kicked the charger out of the laptop by accident. It died. So I had to plug it back in, wait for it to um, oh, back yeah. on, type the password in. <laughs> the session. <laughs> so honestly, somebody put a video up and it was like, it was over two and a half minutes, but it felt like two and a half hours. And oh, that was... God. That was the most nerve-wracking experience of my life. So I was oh. fine until that happened. <laughs> and you were crouching for that long as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm pretty sure in this, like, I think it was like somebody's dad was videoing it or something, or it's some like grainy YouTube video. But yeah, you just kind of see me slowly like rocking back and forth, trying to like keep the circulation going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stand up and have dead legs. <laughs> uh, they go right, we're ready to go, and you're like, I've got cramp in both my legs. I'm gonna have to give me a couple of minutes. Cushions are sharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a stool for the first three songs. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell! That is in, in the one. Is, if that had happened in the room of a leaky ceiling, you'd be like, "Oh, we literally don't care." It's typical that you get on stage in that moment, and you're like, "That's the time that something like that's going to happen." 
literally the one time that it's happened as well. But yeah, we we, we rolled with it. And then the next yeah. night we were like running on two minutes before making sure like <laughs> it's <laughs> the, the charger in. Yeah, oh, that's fucking brilliant. But we've had a we've been asking a few bands what the most overrated artist is recently, and I think Catfish and the Bottom Men have had. By far the highest response rate. And yeah, they have. I, Quite a few people have said that. Yeah, I, so I what, did see that as well, and it made me a bit nervous for coming on. I was like, "What yeah. if I'm just going to get slagged off?" Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't put you through it. But I, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to have some nice words said about them. So I'm glad that you've said that they're really nice people. And I mean, to me, that their first album is absolutely iconic for me. I love it. I think their music are, is British or iconic. So I think a lot of people have the same. Uh, I think uh, the same issue with it is people are having with the Liam with Liam Gallagher and stuff like that with the music that they're producing is the very very similar to the ones that they've produced in the past and I think that's you know I think it was, sometimes some people find a find a like a lane and they stay in it and that's just yeah. as okay as people that divert and get as excited about the actual like artistry mm. spectrum side of it and the more creative side of it but it, it's obviously done bloody well for them man oh, exactly. Man. Yeah, and yeah, I I would I would put anything anybody wanted out if it let me headline a gig like that. So, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I think that's the key argument. Like, if that was me, and we put out, I put out like that first album, and it went that big, and then they were like, we could just do that a couple more times, play the biggest venues around the world, tour with your mates, and. <laughs> 10 years and then kind of call it give it call it a rest at the end of it i'd be like yeah i'll, I'll, I'll take it <laughs> pretty good life yeah it's not bad <laughs> is it it's not bad so no it's nice to have some nice words said about forms. yeah it is it is i, I quite like them uh, we've seen you've been doing a few of like the uh like tiktoks and reels and stuff like that is that something you lot have been enjoying doing recently uh, we're we're trying to trying to i actually do but it's more like basically Reese now does all the TikToks because before when it was me and I'm I'm so bad for like I'd get into it and I'd have all these ideas and then I'd get to eight o'clock at night and I'd be like, oh shit, I've not done a TikTok again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, it's it's something that we spoke about it. We're like, right, we're gonna like if we're gonna go for it, we have to go for it. Like there's no point half arsing it in something like TikTok because it like nobody's gonna care, nobody's gonna enjoy. So yeah, we just try and film as much. We do a lot of stupid shit anyway. Yeah. So may, may as well just film it and put it up for other people to see and see what sticks. And our, our most viewed one is just um Hamish looking up at one of these weird service stations, rolling a fag and just going, What the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 Which yeah, you put all this effort in and that's a little throwaway clip that everybody seemed to enjoy. So uh, yeah, it's we we've always said it like it is always the stuff that is the least effort that does the best views, man. Like it's just it it's to be honest, it's a it's a consistency over quality really on these sort of platforms. If you're constantly putting stuff out, something's gonna stick, and it mm. yeah, it's it's just like like as a musician, like you can complain about social media and TikTok and stuff like that, but it's it's what it's not changing it's it's the industry that you're in like you have to you either learn to live with it or you ignore it and somebody else is going to overtake you and mm. get what you want so yeah I've, I've i've learned to really enjoy it i think it's key like like you said that at the end of the day like you're a band of mates that are gonna 
that are doing cool things and playing shows and having a laugh while you're doing it. So it's like if even if all you do at the basic level is capture a little bit of that and post it for people to see, then like why not kind of thing? Like if you're doing it anyway, and then you could start doing more planned stuff and more kind of written stuff and more like TikTok content if you want. But at the very least, people do just it seems a simple concept, but the you know, come to a gig with us and watch us play is it's interesting to people. Like the average person doesn't get to go on stage and play a gig. So even just seeing that process of driving a van up to a building and carrying your stuff in, loading in and playing a show is like, oh, fuck, that's really cool. So I think it's like, I think it's nice that a lot of bands are getting behind it and just putting up even at a basic level. So I think it's good. Yeah, yeah and it does. And and as you made a good point there, like it's, it's kind of our life and we're so used to it, all the kind of loading in and sound checking and everything. But, yeah, people probably don't actually know that whole experience. So I'll, I'll remind myself of that next time I'm going through a mind-numbing sound check. Just to yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. will enjoy this. Yeah, next time you carry an amp up three flights of stairs, just go. So some people, <laughs> so I enjoy this as a concept. So ninety-two likes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is funny. I think you've got to keep the you've got to keep the faith as well because you can put. I said it is quantity but then it means that you do then post a lot that does get nothing and you have to keep kind of like going with it and then when one does catch it's like oh yes it justifies it all a little bit but yeah it's uh yeah and it's it's just like it or like it or hate it it's just the the world that done. we're in yeah but no it's good but I've, I've, gotten, I've also got into uh, not very many so like, but basically, I started like I got really into TikTok, and then I was like, I can't. I'm gonna waste all my time on this thing. Hmm. So I just get like we have a little chat where we just send each other funny things. I'm like, this is my like, this is my prime way of like digesting this platform is just being sent stuff by people, not an algorithm. People going, Robbie will find that funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is not nice. as much, but it's all fucking funny. Yeah, he's good. It is good. I thought I lose hours on it. I lose hours on social media like that. I do. You just end up because we look. I look at it. There's ways of I look at it. And I'm like, oh, it's entertaining, but also like I kind of work in it. So it's like oh, I've got to kind of know it anyway. So I end up scrolling. And I'm like, oh shit! I was meant to be looking for something about 20 minutes ago, half an hour ago. <laughs> I'm now stuck. I'm watching a fucking. There's a few videos I've seen recently of like there's there's what there's a video of a dog like just like running his head along the floor. I, I think I said you it. I think so. And it, you know, it just like it just and I watched it and I was like, how have I got here? I'm yeah. literally looking at podcast <laughs> clips. What am I doing? <laughs> it's, it's when you clock back in. I do it on the toilet too often. Like sit down and then realize literally it's been half an hour and I'm like I've just been sat here now on the toilet for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of clock back in reality. I'm like shit. I should carry on with my day. Like <laughs> I've got shit to yeah, do. Yeah. What work? <laughs> so you've got this new album that's come out then what's the re- what's the reception been then over this weekend have you been enjoying the enjoying the film yeah it's been really good um it's as you say like you you build up for so long and it is that that nervousness of what are people gonna think but like we put two singles out before and they seem to have gone down really well so we, we were like pretty you know we're pretty confident but the the main interesting thing has been that looking at the streaming numbers and seeing like what songs people, you know, if they've not just played the whole album, like what songs are they going back to and listening again? Or so there's like 
two album tracks that are way above the rest of the album tracks. Yeah. Like, that's like, but like I'd pick, or like the songs that I'd pick were my favourite out of the other eight. The rest of the boys would have two others. So actually seeing what our fans have kind of naturally gone for, mm -hmm. we've not, you know, we've just put it out. We haven't said stream this while you're there. It's just here's the album and and kind of two of them have bumped above the rest, which has been from like our point of view, it's been so interesting because mm -hmm. you, you get a representation of who your fans actually are rather than trying to guess are they gonna like this or not or yeah, it's 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 been good though. Overall it's been it's been fab. Um and yeah, it's it's just such a surreal feeling now because rather than saying like, oh and uh, yeah we have the song called letters and like, yeah I know that yeah, shit's what you do yeah <laughs> <laughs> love it and are you looking forward to getting playing it out on tour yeah yeah so we're going on tour um end of November we've got another uh, six or seven dates across the UK we were just down in London and Bristol um nice. a couple of weekends ago so we're doing and um, one last Glasgow show in Scotland to end the year and we're doing kind of yeah, we've got like Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, or Sunderland. I, I don't know. We've got we've got, two, we've got two posters for that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've I've never been to Sunderland. Mm -hmm. Um it was a, a promoter friend of ours who's in the north. Um and basically, yeah, we were just so we or I kind of booked these dates um before we we're kind of in between agents we're like right we'll just book it because then it's done and i can then find out why a booking agent is somebody's actual full-time job <laughs> and why taylor swift ends up going from one coast to the other <laughs> yeah the most stressful thing i've ever done in my life but yeah we then sunderland on the way back home was a, a nice natural stop so yeah we'll see i've never been though no, I like it. That's what it's all about. I mean, we're we're from Northampton, and we're trying to get more people to play here because you wouldn't think to. So I think it's always nice when I look at tour posters and people are playing like somewhere different. I'm always like, that's good. I'm glad yeah, people yeah. are starting to like play different places. I mean, Sunderland's a bigger place in here, so but, much, much, <laughs> but, much, much bigger. <laughs> people are doing something a bit different, so that's cool. I like it. I to be honest, where where is Northampton? That's that, a great question. I'm so <laughs> asking that. I'm sorry, but the M1 going down, right? Don't go as far as Luton. Right. Come back from Milton Keynes. Northampton's one just before it. Yeah, it's Got it's you. like an That's... hour north of London, bit south of Leicester, it's east of Birmingham, west of. Norwich, it's in that like it's proper. It's like, in the fucking <laughs> middle. It, we're essentially slap bang in the middle of the country, really, of yeah. England. Like it is. It is actually. It's somewhere around here that is the furthest point away from any coastline in the. If it's UK or England or probably UK. Ah, right. Yeah. You are you are the furthest away from the coast near us. So it is literally in the middle of the country. Shit. That, <laughs> that that's going to come up in a pub quiz at some point in the next couple of years. I'm going to be yeah. like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most central point of the country? <laughs> Northampton. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Right. Well, so what we do like to wrap up the end of our episodes, we've been doing a we've been doing like a shout out segment where we shout out a band that we've been listening to that maybe hasn't really been getting as much publicity of what they deserve. So is there anyone that you're listening to at the moment that you think needs a little bit more publicity than what they're getting? 
Um, oh, that's a very good question. We played with um two bands at the weekend there who were supporting us in London and Bristol. One's called Stay Lunar, another were called The Manatees. Um, and yeah, I I don't I kind of my pre-gig ritual that I I hate being seeing the crowd and I'm just always kind of away before but just kind of where the rooms were meant I got to actually properly listen to their set and yeah so good so good both both of them get a big thumbs up from us beautiful I like that that's good Joe have you got one off top of your name uh what 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 gnome On the top of your dome, like it did. I spent a long time. Sorry, I know, man. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for picking up on it, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm sorry. We recorded like six or seven interviews in one day on Saturday, so now I feel like we neither of us can talk anymore. It's <laughs> like used no, all your words for the month, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to shout Rolling Thunder out because I don't think we have done yet and never released a new song. And uh, they're very good friends of ours and they're a Northampton band and we absolutely love going to see them and they've released a new song called Sonny's Song, um, which is funny because we literally, it came out and we both were like, we know every word because we've seen them, we've been seeing them so many yeah, times it's the all last couple of years. That they've played it live every time, so yeah, you get to know it so quickly, but it's a, it's a fucking quality song to be fair and yeah. they're one of the only local bands that do play regularly mm. locally so like whenever there's anything on we're just like oh yeah perfect something's on in Northampton oh Rolling Thunder are playing again yeah yeah, perfect amazing and they're good fun there's always a few beers going around when when they're playing so it's it's always yeah. quite nice but um, yeah I'll the new songs are really good they're, they're well, well worth checking out music is really fucking good as well and the new song is good so yeah worth checking out uh, and then I'll probably go shout out the cartoons ooh we haven't chatted them out for quite a while, actually. Now I feel mm. like they've been a little bit, a little bit dormant in our, uh, in our sphere recently. But um, they've got a song called "Disguise," um, which is a quality tune. They're doing some good stuff again. They seem to be rearing their heads back up, and they're coming into the suggested mixes again, which always is a good sign. So, fab. I'll check both of them out. I, any excuse to try and find new music. Hey, yeah, mate. That's what it's all about. That's the point. That is the point, really. That's why we're all here, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Lovely stuff. And the final question that we've been wrapping up the show on is, what does music mean to you? Um, it is uh, fun. It's Yeah, music's just fun. I just I just love it. <laughs> nice. Make it, write and record, maybe not recording, I, I get so... <laughs> That's not... Because <laughs> I just sing, you have to wait until the end of the week to <laughs> do it. <laughs> but definitely playing, yeah. So fun. Well, I love that. It's a lovely answer. It's been quite interesting, awesome. actually, because we do get, you think everything's going to be uh, like similar, but you get very different answers. Very, very answer. different answers. It's quite nice. But what kind of negative stuff do you get? Like, uh, not so much negative stuff, but there's been always, there's just been a lot, there's been a lot of positive, but for, like positive for different reasons. Yeah. People just pick out a different element. Like, like no one has said fun. Like that is like yeah. a new, which is, it's, it always seems obvious what people say, but it's uh that is like a new thing. Every time someone just, it's, it's always a similar thing, but just words it in a different way, but it's nice. It means a lot to a lot of different people in different ways. 
my, my other one was going to be debt. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll don't worry about that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll skip over that one. I mean. yeah. <laughs> nice one, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a good laugh. Anytime. Thank you, Robbie, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And if you haven't listened to Dancing on Tables yet, then please make sure you go and check them out. Um, if you're still listening to the podcast, then make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a rating. And thank you for your time, Robbie. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you. All the best, boys. Nice thank one. you. And take care of yourselves. We love you all. Peace.